Blog Talk Radio. to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Also, make sure you go over to www.110nationsportsradionetwork.com. You guys can catch out the radio uh, radio shows, the latest videos, the latest blogs, uh, marketing partners, you name it. You can find it over there. You can also find tabs um, to different platforms such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, uh, Podchasers, po- Podcast Addicts, you name it. Click on them, take you to uh, those different platforms. Um, and you can catch our shows over there if you already have iHeartRadio on your phone, Spotify, iTunes, whatever the case may be. All you got to do in the search, blo- uh, search box is just type in the 110 Nation and uh, follow us there and catch our shows on your favorite platforms. Also, YouTube. And since I brought up YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel as uh, we are working hard to continue to grow that. Um Working on, as a matter of fact, um, I have one phone for the show. I got one phone that is downloading um, the content for the 110 Nation Racing Experience. Um, It's actually a two-email pig. It's twice as long as the normal races. Um, So looking uh, very, uh, looking forward to uh, actually seeing this one. the unfortunate side, it takes forever to download these videos. Um, so it's sent in two emails. I am about halfway through the first email. So I'm hoping by the time this show is over, I will have both the actual um, pieces of this race downloaded. So when, then when I get off the show, I can do the editing I got to do and get it published. And then I personally will get to watch it tomorrow morning. Um, did a radioactive, finally got that up. It took a little bit longer than I was expecting to take. I'm doing work and everything. Um, and then yesterday, oh my Lord, I didn't realize what was all entailed to this. Um, but the end of the day, I had three different point of views sent to me. Two of them being an hour long, one of them being two hour long, but I could skip through the first first hour. It was just pre-race practice. 
So essentially three hours worth of video of the same race that I had to watch from three different point of views and then clip out. Um, I had a whole page and a half worth of notes of sections of the race that I wanted to put into the radioactive edition of it. Um, And then had to edit it. I had to put it together. Then once I got it uploaded, then add some uh, some music and audio to it um, on YouTube before then I can then re uh, republish it. Basically, um, a lot longer. Um, took up most of my Fourth of July. Um, back was out, so it wasn't like I was doing anything anyway. But um, it did take up a lot more of my time than I thought. Um, so make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, I really liked how it turned out. Um, it's kind of uh, kind of entertaining to watch. Make sure you guys check the rest of the videos. Uh, before I get Mario in here, uh, we were DoorDash on Sunday, and my son saw look like tripods and stuff on the side of the road in uh, this one uh, one of these nicer neighborhoods that we was in. He's like, on the way back, I'm going to check it out. So on the way back, uh, we stopped and looked, and next thing I know, he's loading three different tripods with lighting, um, those lighting umbrellas that were still in packages and everything else into the back seat of the car. So um, this week's videos, promo clips for the shows, involved either the new um, camera holder that we got, um, that I got for Father's Day, or we got inside and involved the new tripods and the lighting uh, umbrellas and everything else. So uh, we got to play with a little bit of everything this last weekend. So uh, make sure you guys uh, check out the uh, videos, check out what we got going on there. Um, there was no addition of the – there's one – there's only one nation. We will be uh, doing an episode next week. Uh, with work and everything. Didn't do much in the studio. It's one of the reasons why I was so far behind on everything. Um, this week's a little bit calmer. Um, then we got one more week of calmness. Then, one more, and then the following week, I will actually be out of town. Um, so in two weeks, we will not be having a show. Um, I will be deep in the woods. I won't even have cell phone service for five days. So uh, looking forward to that. But anyway, let's get Mario in the studio. We got a lot of things to jump into. Um, free agency and the NBA opened up, and seems that everybody went crazy with it. And uh, there's a long list of names and situations we're going to talk about. So, uh, without any further uh, delays, let's go ahead and get uh, Mario here in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm doing a uh, little the tired side, but I yeah, I'm here. So uh, okay, okay, glad we to got a day. So yeah, glad you're here. Uh, I'm definitely uh, definitely gonna need you the, this week, and uh, we got a lot of things to jump into. Before we do that, though, let them know where they can find you. Um, find Carolina Sports Plus, Facebook, Instagram whatever events you got coming up, and your boxers. So let's talk okay. a little bit about your boxers before we get into this. Okay, okay. You can uh, you can check us out online at carolinasportsplus.com. You can check us on social media at carolinasportsplus on Facebook and Instagram. You can also check us out on YouTube. We got, we got a lot of good things going on. We're currently doing uh, this month's shoe raffle, which is next Friday. 
the 14th at 9 p.m. on Carolina Sports Plus on the Facebook. We will be drawing live. So uh, that's always a good time of the good time of the month. You know, somebody's going to get a nice pair of Jordan shoes. You know, if their winning number comes out. But we got a lot of good, other good things going on. We got a uh, we got a couple boxers now. Uh, Angel Munoz, he's fighting July the 29th. Uh, Lamar Russ is also fighting on the same day, and that is July 29th. And uh, Michael Williams Jr. Out of uh, Fayetteville fighting August the 12th in Fayetteville. So we've got a lot of good things going on. Got a couple car shows coming up this weekend. We're going to be on uh, Bragg Boulevard. Uh, and then we'll be on the festivals for a while. But other than that, let's talk about some sports. <laughs> Brings back some memories. And he said, uh, we'll be up on Bragg Boulevard. Uh, oh, for yeah. those not been <laughs> For those that are not familiar with uh, Fayetteville, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. something you brag about. Um, being on Bragg Boulevard, uh, this is where the strip joints and uh, a lot of your car girls used to walk, walk up and down. I will tell an interesting, funny, slightly embarrassing story real quick. Um, I was new to the area. I just got stationed at Fort Bragg. And um, for those that listen to the show that are long-time Vietnam people, when you first came off uh, Fort Bragg back in the day when Fort Bragg was an open post, um, right where uh, to the left is Shaw Road, I can't remember what to the right is, um, it takes you to All-American. There used to be a Sitco gas station on the left-hand side. Um, it didn't used to be whatever it is now. And I think it's a Circle K now, um, a new Circle K. Um, across, across the street, there was the cleaners, and there was a BP that was a very inconvenient in and out of the parking lot. Across the street from then, they sold mobile home par, uh, mobile home houses and stuff. But uh, it was back in the day when I had a, a beeper. Thought it was cool. Thought it was the shizzle back in those days. And um, I don't know if my mom – I got a page from my mom. Um, in Ohio, or it was just calling her anyway. But I, I pull into the parking lot, and on the right-hand side of the Sitco was payphones. And so I pull on that side of the, the parking lot, and there's two ladies on the phone talking. And so I'm sitting there for a minute, and then they kind of look up, and one of them's like, you need to use a phone. I'm like, yeah. She goes, all right, we'll be off in a minute. So they're right, fine. And so they get off the phone. I pull up. They go in the gas station. I get on the phone, made my phone call. I can't remember if I actually talked to anybody. If if I did get a hold of my mom to how long, what extent, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, by the time I, I, I got away from the phone, the two ladies were back out. And they were like, look, can you run us up the road? We just uh, we locked ourselves out of our house or apartment, whatever it was. And our landlord has a key and just up the road. And can you just bring us back? Now, their apartment was right across the street, right behind where the mobile home little thing that they were selling the mobile homes at. And the landlord house, I, I, I guarantee you the drive to the landlord house and to their apartment was probably a two-minute drive, period. It wasn't no big deal. So this is where it gets, goes downhill. It gets a little bit on the embarrassing side. So we, we were driving, and we just before we get to the uh, their landlord's house, 
Um, and she's kind of chitty chatty, just having a conversation. No one's in the back seat, and she's uh, she's like speaking for myself. And she goes, and she looks at the girl in the back seat. And she goes, "Can I speak for you?" She's like, "Yeah." She goes, she looks at me, and she goes, "We're call girls." And I was like, "What the hell did I just do?" I'm trying to do a nice deed, just take these people to go get their keys so they get in their apartment, and I managed to pick up hookers. Um, I didn't know what to say. And she's like, we're prostitutes. And I'm sitting there thinking, I know what the hell a call girl is. I don't need you in my car at this point. Um, I let them go inside. They got uh, got their key. And then between, like I said, from the landlord to the apartment was probably a minute drive. And they were like, well, you know, if you ever want to do this or do that or do this, just let me know. I'm just sitting there thinking, I just want to get you all to where you're going. Like, I was just trying to do a good deal. So, yeah, people always kind of look at me funny when I, when I told them I've picked up call girls before. Uh, not on purpose. Uh, but anyway, uh, free agency season has opened up. And I tell you what, this weekend was a, a wild one. It went quick, mm-hmm. hard, um, and, and a lot of moves I'm not going to say a lot of moves. A lot of contracts were signed. Um, a lot of surprises in my book. Um, to, to name a, Just to name a few, Derrick Rose to Memphis, the Lakers uh, re-signed to D'Angelo Russell, especially how he played in the, uh, the playoffs. Dylan Brooks, the contract he got from Houston. Kyrie Irving's his contract from the Mavs. Um, Draymond Green, after opting out in the contract he got, Harden getting re-signed, but then wanting to be traded. Um, just a lot of a lot of things that happened. Kevin, even Kevin Love and the the re-signing with the Heat for two years. Um, I, I was kind of surprised with the length of the contract. I know it's only two years, but I, I figure the Heat would maybe do year to year, especially with the injuries that um, Kevin Love had been suffering. Uh, not so much this last year, but leading up to um, Cleveland, um, getting rid of them. Uh, first first names I want to jump into, though, is Kyrie Irving. Um, I was kind of surprised. Three years, $126 million deal to stay with Dallas. Um, I think there was something like 5-11 and 11 after signing him. Uh, not necessarily uh, did the greatest. They went from, what, 4 seed to – uh, basically uh, tanking after that point. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. they even got trouble for uh, the, NBA, the NBA feeling that they were tanking on purpose, sitting their players um, in order to – had to do with their trade um, in the draft pick, and they finished a certain position in the lottery pick that the other team would have got their draft pick. So I, I know – that was uh, the the whole concern and the whole reason behind the uh, the penalty or the the fine and everything. But uh, Kyrie Irving, three years, one hundred twenty six million dollar deal. Um, I, I figured it would have been like a one year plus a one year option or even a uh, I don't know two year deal. But to, to see him get a three year one hundred twenty six million dollar deal, knowing that Dallas was going to I guess really testing the waters here and seeing if him and Luca can play together and make serious uh, advances. Um, Seth Curry was another name when it comes to talking about the Mavericks alone. Um, He got him a two-year deal. Um, I I was kind of 
kind of surprised. I guess I've never been a real big Seth Curry fan, but uh, he got him a two-year deal to uh, help um, help the Mavs, I, I guess, make their uh, their roster a little bit deeper. Um, four four million dollar deal, so not nothing big off the books. Uh, but an interesting couple moves for the Dallas Mavericks. One, Kyrie Irving, I think, uh, re-signing Kyrie Irving, and then also adding Seth Curry. Um, I'm not going to lie, this Dallas squad is not a bad-looking squad with your Tim Hardaway, um, your McGee, um, your Luka, your Kyrie Irving, your Seth Curry. To me, you added a little bit of depth behind uh, Kyrie Irving so that you have another point guard there. Um, Mario, your, your thoughts on, I guess, more so the the contract, the length of this contract with Kyrie Irving. Would you would you surprise that Dallas, knowing his off the court issues, and I don't know, sometimes his, I don't know, left field thought process. The world is flat, and I, I guess the the whole video that he posted, which caused caused some issues. Um, and then also knowing that he's kind of gone off the rails at different times, had a perfect situation in Cleveland, decided to implode that, went to Boston, wanted to be the man, never really became the man, then moved on to Brooklyn, the whole vaccine, um, which I, to me people make a little bit more big of a deal about the whole vaccine thing than what really should be made of on his stance of it anyway. Um I feel it's his right to either get a vaccine or not. Um, And and so I I feel that I I think that people kind of, once again, it's easier to be on this side of the boat when you're not, you're not making millions of dollars and sitting on the bench and refusing to do something to continue making them millions of dollars or contribute. Um, But I, I still believe that, it's his choice, and I think people made a bigger deal of it than what should have been made of it. Um, and the now, the, the now being in Dallas and getting re-signed, which, what's your thoughts? Was you surprised? Um, do you do you see this really working? Like we we got a small sample size. The winning re- winning record, well, the losing record wasn't very impressive. Um, can this Dallas team? Do, do you think part of that was them tanking intentionally because of the draft pick? Um, or, or do are we see do we see a small sample size of what to be expected? Um, can you do you see these two players be able to mesh and be able to play for multiple years? What's your what's your whole thought process on the uh, whole Kyrie Irving and the three year one hundred twenty six million dollar contract? Well, overall, I kind of I kind of wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised that Kyrie uh, resign resign you know signed that contract. You know, just just since he's been the first overall pick, you know what I mean, between the Cavs, Boston, the Nets, and now the Mavs, I wouldn't say, you know, he hasn't really done too much. He is a great he is a good he is a good offensive skill player, you know, as far as a, as being in the point guard position. You know, uh his earlier years in, in Cleveland kinda, you know, put him on the map somewhat. You know, the shot that he hit with Golden State was good, but I think overall I think Kyrie just had, you know, just wanted to get somewhere where he he'll get paid. 
you know, uh, you know, things are a little bit different out there as far as him being a free agency, you know, as far as the money he wants, he wants to have and the teams that's one that's really willing to sign him, you know, to be honest. So I wasn't surprised that he signed there, you know, the, the, you know, he averages 27 points a game. So that's, so that's good. But, uh, the Curry, you know, I'm one, I'm one surprised, you know, two years, $4 million, you know, he's a, he's a good shooter. You know, he, he's, he's streaky. You know, he only averages what 11 points a game. So that's, that's not, that's not, you know, too much to be really excited about, but overall, I think their, their team has a lot of holes. You know, none of them plays really defense. You know, they really don't have a defensive stopper or a defensive uh, perimeter stopper, you know, out, out their whole team. So I, I, I kind of figure a lot of teams going to be putting them in pick and rolls and just taking advantage of, you know, which player they want to score against, really. But I'm going to take, take Tyree's contract as, you know, getting in where he fits in. And right now he just fits in with Dallas. The money's good. You know, he has a superstar to uh, to see what they can do. But it's not it's not a surprise. I don't think I don't there's there's no big splash big splash to go to go along with Dallas, you know, so they'll probably be seventh A C, you know, fighting in for a playoff spot or around that area. I don't see him top four in the West, so you know, good luck. I'm glad he signed and uh see what he can do. Dallas at this point is a team that's gonna have to outscore the other team. Um I know the name yeah. of the team I forgot to throw out there was Kimball Walker, but uh, um, I agree, not a very defensive team. Um, no. So it's going to have to be one, be one of those teams that they're going to have to outscore all their opponents in, in order to uh, have a chance to uh, be in the playoffs or go mm-hmm. deep in the playoffs versus. But um, yeah, so that's just a that's um, just a team. Yeah, it's just a team. You know, what I mean, as far as. Like even like when they're on the court together, it's, it's a lot of isolation basketball. You know, it's a lot of you know makes or misses. You know, you know what I mean. So it's just really hard to get in a groove as far as the overall team when you got two ball handlers that really need the ball. But we'll see how it goes again. Um, another team that made there was a couple teams that actually made quite a few moves. Houston was another team, but the Lakers. Uh, re-signing Hakimura, I guess is how you say his last name, uh, which was not 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 surprising. Um, I, I thought the contract was a pretty good contract. Um, D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell, I think, caught a lot of people off guard. More so, the fact that he was really non-existent in the playoffs. Um, the fact that they brought him back for a couple more years, adding Cam Reddish, um, adding Gabe Vin, uh, Vincent. Uh, re-signing Austin Reeves, I, which I don't think was a uh, surprise to anybody, mm-hmm. um, and adding Tyreen Prince. Um, so the, they they definitely made some moves. They, they definitely um, added a little bit more depth to the team, and uh, I, I think that they added pieces that they needed to – really strengthen where um, LeBron is starting to weaken that. 
um, with the age um, and the, the the physicality that he's starting to show the wear and tear of all these years, what, 20 years in the league or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of, like I said, I was kind of surprised with the whole D'Angelo Russell. I really thought that they would have gone in a different direction um, and found someone else to fit that piece, especially for that price. Uh, but uh, overall, I think that uh, LeBron, obviously, he's been pretty, pretty heavy on social media um, ever since uh, this weekend, or starting this last weekend anyway. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think he's rather pleased with the squad that he has around him, and it's going to be interesting. I just don't think any move instantly put them above Denver or the favor. Um, but I feel that if this team can stay healthy, more specifically LeBron and Anthony Davis, you narrow the gap. Um, that Denver had over them. Um, your thoughts on the moves for the Lakers and uh, the re-signings that they made? Uh, the Lakers, you know, it's kind of expected, you know what I mean, with the awesome re-signs. You know, he was a, a good undrafted player. You know, he gets his four years, $56 million, but Last year was a good year for him, you know what I mean? Hopefully he can do it again, you know what I mean? Is is his game worth – is his game – look? does he take his game to the next level, you know what I mean, overall? He only averaged 13 points. You understand what I'm saying? It's 64 games with him this year. You know, it's not, it's not a lot, but they couldn't afford to let him go just because of momentum and the, the swing of things that happened when he was on the court. You know, especially during the playoffs and 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 leading into the playoffs, you know he he really did have a good swing of the basketball. But my question is, you know, with Vincent and Russell, who's gonna who's gonna be your starting point guard? You know, what I mean, you sign one, you sign one for two years, then you sign one for three years. You understand what I'm saying? So that's gonna be a battle already. You know, who's gonna be comfortable coming off the bench? You know, is Vincent gonna going going to want to come from Miami starting in the playoffs and leading them down that good stretch that they had, beating the Bucks and all them, to now going to the Lakers and coming off the bench, you know. How was, how How is he going to feel about that, you know what I mean? And and then you look at Russell. Is Russell more the sixth man? Are they trying to put him in the six-man role but sign him for two years for $30-something million, you know? So who's going to be the starting point guard? But – the thing about Denver and the Lakers, you know, my thing was who was going to stop Joker? You know, AD really doesn't yeah. want to play center. You know, he, he he really doesn't want to bang all the time. He, so I, I figure, you know, the the big man they signed from the Pelicans, you know, he's he, he's good. You know, he he's athletic. You know, so that's 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 a step. But uh, I still, I mean, I just don't know if they just you know, patching in holes, you know, figuring out things. But it still it still feels like the same Lakers, you know what I mean, from last year. You know, even though they did go to the Western Challenge Finals, you know. But uh I give them I give them I give them a, a average grade, you know. It wasn't really nothing really big. But the Vincent trade, getting him 
I just want to know who's playing point guard, who's going to come off the bench, you know, who's going to back up AD. So uh, is are LeBron and AD going to be healthy? So there's still questions, but overall they they did they did a good job. They did a fair job of uh, free agents. Not, not only does Anthony Davis not want to bang in the paint, I don't think physically he yeah. can handle it. Uh, and and off, back to the Austin Reeves thing, um, you know, watching different things, the the that whole 16-point a game thing kind of mis, somewhat misleading. Um, he was one of the best players the second half um, after the All-Star. Uh, yep. Didn't start off as hot and, and didn't have the role that he had in, in the minutes that he had. Uh, but the second half of the season and the playoffs um, really kind of solidified, one, this contract that he got, um, or at least made it possible, um, but also um, really – Helped. I'm not gonna say it. I, I don't want to use the word "pad" because I don't feel he was padding his stats. But really, how do you guys will say fluff? But I didn't want to use the word fluff because he didn't fluff it. But really, made his numbers, made his stats look a lot better yeah. than what the first yeah. half of the season looked yeah. like. So um, completely, completely two different halves of a season for Austin Reeves, and therefore, you know, that's that's what got Austin Reeves in the position that he is right now, and uh, making it. At, uh, at possible that he got the contract that he got. Um, speaking out out west, Draymond Green, um, he he got his extension. Um, he went ahead, or not extension, but signed to a four-year, $100 million as he opted out of his player um, option so that he could turn around and re-sign with Golden State for a four-year um, $100 million contract with the player option in the final season. I've played 11 years with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people were all over the place when it came to Draymond Green, whether or not um, if the Lakers should re-sign, or I'm sorry, not the Lakers, but the Warriors should re-sign him, if he was going to go. Um, there was a lot of rumors whether or not he was going to go play with LeBron, if it be in L.A. or somewhere else. Uh, what his plans were um, at the end of the day, your, regardless of your thoughts, and I'm not a big Draymond Green fan, mm. um, especially because of the beef, more so the beef that went on between him and my Cavaliers in the finals. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the Golden State Warriors needed Draymond Green, regardless mm-hmm. if you like his style of play, if you – however you think his style is, if it's dirty, if it's rough, if it's whatever the case may be, Golden State would not have the championships that they have without Draymond Green. If you didn't have um, the player that, that played the defense the way he played defense and helped run the floor the way he did and brought that that grit, brought that, that edge um, and played with that, that – certain, um, I'm not going to say charisma, but played with that certain attitude, I, there's no doubt in my mind Golden State either A, may never had won a championship, or B, won to won the champion, as many championships as they did. Um, no matter how good Steph Curry was, no matter how good at a different point that 
Clay Thompson and Curry were together. You, this all wouldn't have been possible without Draymond Green. Um, for Golden State fans and for the Golden State organization, I mean, it's good for them. I think one, I don't think you ever paid um, four years, a hundred million dollars. I don't feel that that's a ridiculous contract. I feel that's mm-hmm. uh, a pretty fair contract to some of you know. I mean, hell, Kyrie Irving was make Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is making twenty or forty-one million dollars a year. Um, so to to break down Draymond is only twenty-five million dollars a year. Um, and I feel over the last few, at least handful of years, Draymond's been more effective with Golden State than Kyrie's been effective with any organization. So um, I feel that Golden State got a good deal on this contract. I personally would be shocked, especially as long as this run has gone on with Steph Curry, with Draymond Green, with uh, Clay Thompson. I honestly would be shocked if these three don't retire as Golden State Warriors. And no, not mm-hmm. uh, come back and sign with the Warriors for a day. To the no, I uh, I would be shocked if these three players did not play their entire career for the Golden State Warriors. Um, I think when these contracts are up for all three of them. I think it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation because especially Draymond Green, you're talking four years from now, are you ready to walk away from the game 15 years in the league? And as vital as he's been to those championship runs and those championships and hell, even that, what, 73 and nine, or not nine, but 70, yes, 73 and nine season, um, the production has fallen off over through throughout the years. And even though he's still a vital piece to this Golden State Warrior team as is, he's not the same Draymond Green that was there when they won that championship in, what, 2015 or 16. And then the ones with KD and even the loss against the Warrior or the, the Cavaliers in the year 2016 or 17, whatever it was. Um, I think there's going to end up being an uncomfortable conversation four years from now uh, with Draymond Green. I think when um, Clay Thompson's contract or next contract, the same amount of time frame, whatever that is, um, I think there will be an uncomfortable conversation. Maybe not so much with Steph Curry. I think he has fell off the least. Um, but these three players, I feel, want to always play for the Warriors and retire as a Warrior. And at some point, there's going to have to be that conversation, um, especially at the Warriors' end. Um, loving the loyalty, wanted you to only play for us. But four years from now, I don't know if I see <coughs> the Golden State Warriors willing to re-sign Draymond Green or re-sign for anything other than maybe veterans minimum. So that, I think at that point we're going to, when new contract time comes up four or five years from now for all three of those players, uh, more specifically Clay Thompson and uh, Draymond Green, I think there's going to be uncomfortable conversations. It will be interesting to they just go ahead and, and call, it a, call it a career or – are, are they wanting to continue the career and possibly go somewhere else? But I, I, 
as of this point, I see them only playing for the Warriors. I think this is as simple as this contract is and maybe not as effective as Draymond was at one point in time and had even a little bit of issue this last year and even fought Jordan Poole, one of the teammates, and hit one of the teammates this year. I think that it was an important signing for the Warriors. I think it was important for the entire team. I think it was entire for the fan base. I think it was entire for Draymond Green. Um, I I, I think all around it was important for every different aspect or piece of the puzzle. And I like it. As much as I do not care for Draymond Green, I like the move for Golden State. Um, It shows a lot of class. It shows uh, a lot of respect from both sides. Um, And and I I think it gives them an opportunity um, where he didn't kill the salary cap with his contract to be able to continue adding pieces to get these young players in here for those three veterans to help um, mentor and get the Golden State Warriors prepared for their their exit. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Your thoughts on this, Mario? Okay. Okay. I got. I got. Some, I got. I got several good thoughts. You know, what I mean, I'm glad. You know, basketball season's over. You know, what I mean, but uh, the contracts. You know, contracts are contracts. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't really. I don't really like talking about what can happen, you know, four years down the road, you know what I mean, just because, you know, contracts are contracts. But the overall, Draymond Green, Draymond Green definitely deserves, you know, the money that he's got. He definitely deserves the respect, uh, the respect and everything that Golden State has accomplished. You know, Draymond Green's name is around it just as high as – Steph Curry, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, on his level, but it it is it is interesting, you know what I mean, the more stories that came out as far as, you know, what happened at the beginning of the season, you know, with him hitting Jordan Poole, you know, and the stories coming out now stating that, you know, he was he was disrespecting Steve Kerr and uh that's how that's how it really all started. So that kinda that kinda sheds a little light about how the the locker room and how Draymond Green feels about Steve Kerr and how Steve Kerr feels about Draymond, you know, if them stories are correct, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But uh, overall, you know, he deserves it. You know, I I can see them staying. I can see them staying together for a long period of time. But, uh, you know, there's there's some good, exciting things going on. I'm glad football is coming up. You know, baseball has been going on. So, uh Baseball, basketball's over. You know, it's summertime, and uh, let's let's get ready for some baseball. I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about some baseball. I'm glad football's coming up. That's always a good time of the year. You know, training camps open up at the end of this month, so that's some good stuff. You know, we're gonna be able to chit chat with. But it was a it was a good signing with Dre- with the Warriors. Um. Next team, uh, next team that made, to me, a lot of moves. I was kind of surprised by the uh, the contract money that they spent. 
but the uh, Houston, the Houston Rockets, um, they they kind of went all in on making their team better. I don't know if this was <laughs> in hopes to learn. Um, in hopes to lure um, James Harden back. But uh, they went ahead and got Fred Van Leet. Um, I think was a good addition. Um, was playing with the Raptors. I, yeah, got I, him. I saw, I saw, I saw an interesting. I'm glad you said that. I saw an interesting stat today. And it said Van Bleek, he be shooting bricks too. I can't I can't remember exactly I can't remember exactly who was in front of him, but he was second to last in bricks. But it was just an interesting set once I saw it. I, I, I forgot I forgot, you know, to, to write it down, but that that's that's something interesting. Now I just happened to I just happened to uh, see it. After I did my notes for the show this week. Now he uh, three he year hundred thirty million dollar. Yeah. 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 Um, they threw out they threw out some money for him. Um, a decent I'm not gonna say a great but a decent uh, yeah, three point shooter. Oh. Overall, 37%. Um, the last three years, you're probably looking about a 35% three-point shooter. Um, pretty good at the free throw line. Career-wise, almost an 87%. Um, he's going to get you upper teens, lower 20 points. Um, the other the other signing, which I think caught a lot of people off guard, and not so much that Houston, maybe necessarily that Houston signed him, but for the amount of money that Houston signed Dylan Brooks for, um, I, I think a lot of people didn't feel that there was a big market for Dylan Brooks. Uh, kind of became the, the focus point. Um, of the uh, Lakers Grizzlies playoffs, kind of became uh, the center center point of almost everybody's memes. Um, was kind of uh, was kind of poked at and poked on and made fun of a lot um, ever since yeah, he thought he was going to poke the bear. Um, but four year, eighty million dollar contract. Um, Thought that was kind of um, thought that was kind of odd that they gave up that kind of money. Uh, I know, especially knowing that James Harden has been vocal wanting to go back to Houston. I would assume Houston would want to make sure they have the space to add um, to add James Harden. Um, but yeah, four years, eighty million dollars, kind of a, a lofty price tag for somebody that I, I don't feel there was a big market for. Was you was you surprised on this contract? Uh, yeah, I was. I was surprised. I was surprised. Now, I'm not saying I was surprised about. I was surprised more about the money. I was surprised about having Brooks on my team. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because a guy mm-hmm. like Brooks can really help. Can really help. 
a team out. Just you know, he he got the Draymond Green factor. He got the you know the the I want I don't want to say Dennis Rodman rebounding factor. No, I'm just saying the the change of person sometimes. You know, just just being the nag. You know, what I mean, just getting on. You know, the best shooter or the or the swing guard or the you know just getting on his nerves. You know what I mean? So. I would like to have him on my team, but I was definitely surprised with the contract. You know, twenty million dollars a year, but uh, yeah, he shoots a lot of bricks too. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Matter of fact, it was both of them. I think that's why I'm glad you said that. It, it both <laughs> now both of them on Houston. You had Brooks was the lowest, and the point guard was was right behind him. I'm glad I thought about that. But anyway, uh. He's a good player to have on your team, but the contract was a little bit, you know, I mean, excessive as far as you know. You know, they got the money to spend, and they really wanted him. So they're they're building a new little identity down there, and uh, you need somebody that's going, you know, play a little defense and dive on the floor and uh, talk a little trash. Right, to, to your point, um, Brooks did uh, score a career best eighteen point four points per game. Um, so uh, this was his best season when it came to points. So he, I mean, he's going to get you that 15, 20 points. He's going to have some games mm-hmm. that are a little bit better, um, obviously, but he's also going to have games that is not going to even hit that. Um, but subpar, uh, 47.5% um, from the field, not not from free throw or mm-hmm. field, but not from the field, or not from uh, yeah. three-point range, but from the field period. Um, that is very, very uh, – not good <laughs> um, yeah. to know that he's not even hitting on, on average half his shots and not even close to half his shots. Um, you know, obviously he is, and I agree more of that Draymond kind of persona there. Um, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to get you uh, on the defensive side. He's also going to ruffle some feathers. He's going to get some tempers riled up. Um, his his big big thing is to to get players off their game um, by getting in the same way Draymond Green was, same way Dennis Robin was, um, to get you a meta world peace. We get you get you uh, get your boil boil uh, blood pressure boiling, um, kind of mm-hmm. take you off your game, have you more focused on committing stupid fouls and getting your your getting your temper up to a point that it affects your game. And Dylan Brooks is kind of the same way. Um, I think that's more of what he was trying to do with LeBron James. It just, you don't poke the greatest of all time or mm-hmm. one of the greatest of all times. That's just not the person you do with. Um, LeBron has never been one yeah. to get easily yeah. shaken up and, and off his game just over some words. Mm-hmm. And he did it at the wrong time the wrong situation in Memphis, and Memphis got, you know, they got some things they need to straighten out too, but, yeah, he just did it at the wrong time, you know. He shouldn't, he shouldn't speaking, of, speaking of Memphis, that, that brings me to another signing. Um, I felt that it was a good piece for Memphis. I, I'm going to assume that this signing was more to do with the fact that John Moran is out for 25 games, and that's the signing of Derrick Rose. Um, a big addition for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, 
I don't think that Derrick Rose will ever be the Derrick Rose of at least the early part of his Chicago Mm. Bulls uh, career. Um, But he has been more durable and more reliable than the back end of his Chicago Bulls career and other stops he has made when it comes to the injuries. Um, it, It seems that he's been able to play more and be more effective for um, the teams that he's played, 14 years in the league, um, two years, $6.5 million career, uh, $6.5 million contract. Um, that's crazy. I just, just, just think that Derrick Rose, who was an MVP at the league one point in time, even only 14 years into the career, uh, 14 years into the season, only making $3 million a season, I, I would have never – imagine that young into his career that he was be just making that type of money. Um, injuries and everything else just kind of factored into um, everything. Um, I like it. Um, obviously, Derrick Rose is going to be able to help Memphis get through this suspension. Hopefully, um, Derrick Rose is able to stay healthy through the suspension. I I think that, you know, for the most part, that's all they're counting on is good quality minutes during John Moran's suspension, and then probably more so coming off the bench so you're not risking injury once John Moran comes back. Um, so it gives you somebody to kind of uh, lead the team in in rest time for John Morant. I like it. I'm a veteran player, someone that uh, doesn't seem to – it kind of does the right things. It's not one of those trouble players or um, anything that's going to um, lead your, your young players down the wrong path or anything. I like the move. Um, I hope this is the last move for – um, Derrick Rose, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Cavaliers, the Timberwolves, uh, Detroit, and, and then now back at the, the Knicks before this move. So um, I like it. It'd be interesting to see what he can do for the Grizzlies and more so kind of coming out of the starting role once John Morant comes back and that transition will be interesting to see. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I think it's 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 a good signing for Derrick Rose. I am a Derrick Rose, you know, type of you know fan a little bit. You know, it's good to see him still in the league after after being a great player coming out of uh, Memphis. He gets to go. He gets to. I'm gonna say go home. You know, even though he's from Chicago, at least you know go to where his college career started at at Memphis. But uh. I think he's more there to keep them to 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 look over the team a little bit. He'll he'll get some good time, even though John Morant is going to be out. You know, with with the Marcus Smart trade, you know, there's there's a lot of small guards over there now. So uh, he, he'll definitely have a good role while while the starting point guard is out. But I think he's he's there to keep you know to help out to to lead. John Morant, you know what I mean, in the locker room and be around him, you know, tell his his little story about how he was in Memphis and Chicago early days, but just try to keep just try to keep them young guys in a little a little line a little bit. 
But it is a good signer. It is a good signer. Yeah. Another team out west seems like a lot of these moves, the Houston, the Memphis, the Lakers, um, the, I don't know if I said the Mavs, the Warriors re-signing. Um, seeing that uh, um, all happened out west, and another move that happened out west was Westbrook staying with the Clippers, um, two-year, $8 million um, contract. Um, good move. Not surprised. I don't really think that Westbrook wanted to go anywhere else. Um, I think he is comfortable with his role. Um, I think he is happy where he's at. I, I think that he knows physically um, he is wearing down. I think he put his body through a lot um, at Oklahoma, especially after Durant left. Um, and, and so I think now we're at a point where it's good to have be on a team that has Paul George and has um, Kawhi Leonard where you, you're not having to be the workhorse um, and, and not rely on having to put up 30, 40, 50 points every night in hopes to win. Now you get to be a role player. Now you get to I – mean, he's made his money. So, I mean, at this point it's not so much about – the money is more about um, doing what you love to do and, and hopefully win a championship. But uh, I like this move for the Clippers. I like this move for, I think it was a smart move for Russell Westbrook. I don't think that there was a lot of people out there in the market for Russell Westbrook. Um, I think teams would take him. Uh, if they had the cap spacing was available, I just don't think that teams were really in the market. It wasn't, let's go see if we can get Russell Westbrook. Now, if Russell Westbrook's there and we're going to come play and kind of fit in our system for $5, 6000000 million, well, sure, we'll take him. I, I just don't think he was being pursued. I, I think that this was kind of a perfect Perfect storm for both both sides, Westbrook and Clippers. Uh, Westbrook averaged 15.8 points, uh, 4.9 rebounds, 7.6% or 7.6 assists last season. 48.9 shooting. Uh, we never expect a lot of shooting or a lot a high percentage. That was one of the downsides with Westbrook and what was crazy to me in the whole MVP run and everything is everybody talk about all these points Westbrook put up with. You know, if you're, you shoot 100 times, you're bound to get 50 points. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, that, that was just like uh, Drew Bledsoe in the day. You throw, the, you throw 40, 50 passes, you're bound to determined to get three, 400 yards. It's going to happen. Um, you, you really, you really got to be throwing away on 40, 50 passes not to get it. Same with all the shooting. Um, well, he, he did that with the Clippers or with the overall season with the Clippers. And he averaged about the same 15.9, 5.8, 7 Um, I, I just feel it was a, uh, Shot a little bit better with the Clippers. I think it was just a better system. Um, I think the, with the Lakers, you had so many injuries, you, and there was times you were relied on, relied on kind of being the man. I think in LA, even with the injuries, you're not you're you're a role player. You're not relied on of being the man and, and expecting um, or expected to carry this team. Um, everybody's kind of expected to do their thing. 
Um, at the point of time where Westbrook was with the Lakers, if AD and LeBron was out of injuries, that left nobody because this was before Reeves started making a name for himself and um, all the rest of the names on that team was really making a name for themselves. And so you, you were kind of uh, kind of expected to carry the workload, but uh, with the Clippers, you're not so much. So uh, a little bit more depth, at least uh, when he versus at least last year. Anyway, this year the Lakers obviously have uh, fixed a lot of that, and some of the players have come into their own since then. But uh, definitely like it. Uh, I at this point, I, I kind of be surprised if. Uh, Westbrook goes anywhere else. I would not be surprised if uh, Westbrook retires a Clipper. Your thoughts on Westbrook and the Clippers and his two-year, eight million dollar contract? Yes, it was. Uh, it was. It was definitely. It was definitely. Uh, I wouldn't say a hometown discount, but him being from California, UCLA, you you wouldn't see why that he wouldn't stay. You know what I mean? The contract. Yes, it is a good contract as far as the Clippers, but. After making seven forty-seven million last year, they had to walk into three point something this year. You know, with a definitely good role and a coach and a team that that definitely has his interest. You know, in heart because overall he gained a lot of respect in my book. You know, once he came to the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George wasn't playing in much needed win games. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, to put the playoff series with Phoenix. You know he definitely he 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 earned some uh, he earned some cool points some cool points you know by carrying that team and taking them as far as they did with the team that they did have but uh, it's a good contract you know he gets to stay at home and uh, hopefully Paul George and Kawhi can can get it together you know and we play a good full season I wouldn't say all 82 games but at least be able to finish you know, to play off and actually get to see what it looks like. So uh, that's a good signing. Uh, Plumlee also signed there at a good price just to stay in the in the culture of the Clippers, you know, because they, they got a new arena coming up. You know, they still got good players signed. And uh, Westbrook, he was, a, he was a good sign for them to stay there and see what can happen. Now we're going we're gonna to travel east a little bit here. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, oh, got almost done uploading the first video, and it said I'm out of space. <laughs> so, good Lord. Um, and that was a, that was just the first video, so I'm going to clear some things out, and hopefully we'll be able to get this loaded up on there. But anyway, um, we're going to head way out, I guess, what, way out east. Um, this one kind of, to me, kind of flew underneath the radar, and that's the Chris Middleton signing. Three years, $102 million. Um, nobody... I don't think anybody really expected Chris Middleton to go anywhere. And I think that's part of why they kind of flew underneath the radar. Um, wasn't this extravagantly big contract. Nobody expected him to go anywhere. Um, this was just kind of the um, the Milwaukee Bucks kind of just taking care of taking care of the house and just 
uh, making sure that uh, basically the bills were paid. But even more so to me, it makes you wonder, did this kind of not get a lot of traction, this not be a big topic of conversation because we've taken our focus elsewhere. Like uh, there's still I'll a lot of talks it, you know, and a lot yeah. of a lot of hopes with Boston and even the possibility mm-hmm. uh, even today they're talking about possibly Damian Lillard to the Boston. I don't think that's where you ended up. The other teams a big possibility, but those the other team was kind of the favorite and one of the other people we're gonna talk about today re signed with that team, but the Miami Heat. It seems that out east there's a lot more focused on other teams other than Miami. It's not that long ago that the Bucks, what, two years ago, that the Bucks won the championship. The Bucks were the number one seed this year. Um, not a lot of buzz, not a lot of talk. It's like we're no longer interested or paying attention to the Bucks. Um I feel that more of the focus is on the Miami Heat, what Philadelphia does, and whether or not um, they bring somebody in if James Harden leaves or not. Um, like I said, the uh, the Boston Celtics, especially with Jalen uh, Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, I just feel that there's a lot a lot more focus out on the East that doesn't include the Milwaukee Bucks, which is kind of surprising when a lot of people feel that Giannis is the greatest to be playing basketball right now. And there's not a lot of excitement to me. There's not a lot of talk. There's not a lot of focus on a team that you're, you're, you're potentially the, the best player in basketball is on. Uh, I'm not going to ask if there's a surprise with the Chris Middleton. Cause I, I, like I, said, I don't think anybody thought Chris was going anywhere else. I don't think uh, the contract is above or below. I feel it was an average contract. Um, was you kind of surprised that it fell underneath the radar? Am I reaching for for this? Like, uh, is there another reason that this kind of just okay? Chris Middleton's high. Let's move on. Like, I, he's a big piece of the, why they won the championship. He's a big piece why they they consistently are the top team out in the East, but. He gets re-signed, and everybody just kind of shifts to the next uh, um, next conversation or the next signing, and like it wasn't even like it never even happened. Uh, I think I think my my opinion, how I look at it is, it's a good signing. I I, I kind of figured that he wouldn't leave Milwaukee, but then at the same part and the same token, if you think about it, is he a is he a Last type of player is he going is is with with the lead man gone is he is he is he the next man up you know it's kind of like you know even though he gets paid forty million dollars a year you know he kind of disappears at times you know what I mean if the team ain't all together and healthy you know he has his moments where he doesn't look like that superstar you know I me mean, or that person that needs to be put being being paid forty plus million but I think uh <clears throat> I think the Lopez signing was the biggest was the biggest signing even though he didn't get paid as much. You know, that that you know 
that signing helped Middleton and it helped Giannis just because of the things that he's developed over the years, you know, with three-point shooting defense and things of that nature. But the Middleton trade, but the Middleton signing, you know, is expected. Is it is it a splash? You know, we it's just going to be the same thing. Hopefully they can stay healthy and hopefully he can do his thing. But he's not he's not a top tier superstar when we actually think about you know if Giannis is gone, Milton is the he's the man because we've seen it already. But he's a champion and they won in Milwaukee, so. It's a good sign. Um, Sticking one of the teams that I brought up, uh, Miami, Kevin Love, um, re-signed with the Miami Heat. Um, Mm -hmm. I was more so surprised, not really the contract, um, at least dollar-wise, but more so the length, even though it's two years, um, Kevin Love's not been able to stay the healthiest. He even got hurt during the playoffs. Um, so I was more surprised, more so surprised the length of the, or the, at least the two years of the contract. Say length, I guess it's a long contract. Um, but I was more so surprised that they did a two-year deal with Kevin Love. Um, keeping him here, I never put him through his 16th and 17th season. 17, it's hard to believe Kevin Love's been around for 17, 17 seasons. Yeah. Um, a big part of Cleveland's uh, championship uh, run and um, the back-to-back-to-back finals that they got to go to. Um, But uh, I like Kevin Love. I I wish that the Cavaliers would have went ahead and retired Kevin Love um, as a Cavalier, just kept him, let him continue coming off the bench, giving him valuable minutes and just that veteran um, veteran presence um, was, uh, to me, I felt a big, big important piece. Uh, but uh, going to stay with Miami with all those undrafted players, Jimmy Butler. Um, maybe they can run it back, add a couple pieces, yeah. and potentially uh, uh, in the second year, is that his option? So uh, I'm sure that'll be more on how he feels. Um, any surprises? Any thoughts? Any anything on the Kevin Love? Uh, the Kevin Love is 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 a solid, you know, signing. You know, he'll come off the bench, maybe start a couple games here and there. Uh, but. It all depends if they can get Lillard or not. You know, what I mean, their 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 players are already kind of like drifting away. You already lost Vincent going to the Lakers. You know, that was your that was your one of your players who had a magical run. If you trade if you trade for Lillard, then you got to leave Duncan Robinson. You got to trade Duncan. You got to trade Hero, even though Hero wasn't playing during the playoff run. You know, so that's already two players gone that was in the rotation, you know, during the playoff run. So that that'll be something that you'll that you'll need to, you know, kinda address. You know, I don't know what type of players that they could bring in at this particular point. You know, they they was talking about even though even the player they just got from UCLA, 
you know, that that's that's supposed to be in a package. So that's another player gone. So it's just it all depends they can get Lillard and build around it. You know, with Lillard in the east, you know, I will put I will put Miami I will put them top three, you know. So it's a it's a good signing. Love saying, you know, builds build good chemistry. That's he's a good leader. So you're gonna you're gonna definitely get all his uh all his points and things off his knowledge and passing the ball and, and uh being there for his team, so it's a good sign. Um The craziness to me is his passing. Have you ever watched yeah. him pass the ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such those full, full court, full court yeah. passes. Mm-hmm. Yes, those yeah. things are so crazy to me. Mm, on point, um, in the bucket, lay it straight up. You know, he takes it and lay it right on up. You know that that definitely yeah. takes practice to do. It, it really does. Somebody going to run. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to teach myself how to throw that pass. But he's definitely been on it. Yeah, the best. Uh, the best to do it. I'm just crazy to me that. Uh, <laughs> just crazy to me how well he does that and the passes he's made. Um, another big name to get signed, another another player out west was Sabonis um, of the uh, Kings. Kind of a, a hefty contract uh, for uh, five years, two hundred seventeen million. I'm sure you're looking about forty-two, about forty-four, forty-three, little forty-three million dollars a year. Um, kind of a, a hefty price for um, keeping him. I'm not saying yeah, I'm not gonna say he's not worth it or anything. It's just a heavy price. Um, I gotta imagine for getting paid forty million dollars a year, but um, definitely a hefty price for the uh, Sacramento Kings in order to keep him. Uh, but uh, big, big reason the Kings have had the run that they've had. Um, obviously, a big part of um, the Kings and their success. Um, as of late, uh, your thoughts on uh, Sabonis in the five-year, $217 million contract? Uh, it was it was expected the same way the Milton contract was. You know, the Kings, the Kings are definitely uh, doing some good building down there. So why not keep them? You know, each, each, they're keeping everybody intact. You know, nobody's really left. So they have a good uh, foundation. So it was a it was a good sign. It was a it was a it was a good sign. Um, trying to think. Was there any other names? Any other contracts that you could think of the top of your head? We didn't jump into Harden. Obviously, got re-signed. Um, he opted out of it um, to to re-sign um, and get. Uh, of course, obviously, he's still a lot of rumors talking about him wanting to go to um, back to the Houston Rockets. But um, as of right now, still with the Philadelphia 76ers, I think, honestly, for a championship run, is probably his best bet is to stay there. Um, but uh, he did re-sign with the, uh, the 76ers, 35-point 
Um, well, what was the deal on his contract? Picked up his $35.6 million contract option for next season. Um, so it would be interesting to see what what happens between now and the season and whether or not uh, James Harden plays for Houston or plays for Philadelphia. Where do, if you was to guess right now, who where do you think he goes? Or who do you think he plays for? Mm, mm. Uh, right now, I, I, I can't really tell you who I think he'll play for. I know he wants to get up out of there, right? So I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not too for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, is 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 76ers gonna look out for him or look out for the team? You know what I mean? Is it time to break up Embiid? Is it time to trade him? You understand what I'm saying? There's just so much. Thing, there's you know, there's just a lot going on in Philadelphia just because I feel like they just couldn't get over the hump and win something. You understand what I'm saying? But Mm-hmm. Harden, they, they say that he wants, you know, that he understands that he signs it with the intent of getting traded. So, you know, I know Houston was his his uh, his landing spot or the place that he really wants to be. So Harden just gets a rap too. He just doesn't finish. You know, even though he did a good job in the playoffs this year, it's just, it's just you know, wherever I can get my money, Send send me somewhere where I can play. I think I think some players just caught up in the, you know, I don't want to win a championship or it really doesn't affect me. It really doesn't make a big deal, and I think he's one of them players. You know, send me somewhere where I can get paid, play a little basketball. Hopefully, we can do good, and uh, and I'm gonna have my good time on my free time in the city that I want to be in. But I'm gonna still play though. But a championship is not, you know, a champion winning a championship does not hurt my legacy or the way I think about myself as a player. He's he's that type. Uh, never been a James Harden fan. I will not lie. Uh, mm-hmm. just I don't I don't know. Just never have been. Um, Mario, go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Um, okay. Where they can find um, Carolina Sports Plus, social media wise, um, what you got coming up, and so uh, we're gonna get things wrapped up. Okay. Uh, first off, I'd like to give a shout out to Angel Munoz. His fight's coming up July the 29th at the Armory in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So there's plenty of good things going on. Lamar Russ is also fighting, and. Uh, Williams Jr. is fighting August the 12th. They're all Carolina Sports Plus sponsored boxers. So, you know, we're continuing to grow, continuing to do some good things in the community. You can find us online at carolinasportsplus.com. You can like us and follow us on social media at Carolina Sports Plus on Instagram and Facebook, also on YouTube. Uh, We have a good shoe raffle going on, one ticket for $5. 10 tickets for 10, 20 tickets for $15, and the drawing is next Friday night. So that's always a good time of the month where somebody's going to win them a fresh pair of kicks. So definitely like us on social media and get more information there. And uh, 
Thanks for listening to the show, and uh, tune in next week. Definitely looking forward to uh, being back in the studio next week, like I said. We will be back in the studio next week. The following week, we will not be. I will be in the woods um, for five days. Um, I won't even have cell phone service. Um, So that week, Mario, you won't hear from me at all as well. Um, But we'll definitely be back next week. Make sure that you guys check out our YouTube page, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Go ahead and subscribe. subscribe. Help us continue to grow that. Um, Like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. Um, Follow us on Instagram, the 110 Nation. Make sure you guys go over www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the latest blog, videos, shows, schedules, marketing partners, everything. Um, also tabs to take you over to different platforms, either iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, Podchasers, Podcast Addicts, uh, YouTube, you name it. Um, or you can just, if you have uh, the iHeartRadio app or Spotify or any of those apps on your phone already, you can go ahead and just search the 110 Nation um, in the uh, search bar, pull us up, and follow us that way. Don't forget, Tuesday nights you guys can catch Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. I am leading, I've not done it, I don't think I've done an update in a few weeks, on the 110 Nation Race Chat Live NASCAR pool. I am leading Group A. Um, I have 601 points. Um, There are two groups. We have 14 people or seven in each group. Group B, Brianna, um, she leads Group B. She has 604 points. So uh, I'm first in my group. She's first in her group. Overall, she has me by three points, um, which won't matter once the – the regular season ends. Our points get reset. Um, I'm just cruising into the playoffs at this point. Um, I'm going to try to uh, re-download this video. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it through tonight or not because it took almost the whole show to download the first of two videos before I ran out of space and it aired. I just deleted a bunch of stuff while Mario was talking, so we'll see if that uh, makes it so it can get downloaded. I got a few things to take care of um, on the phone, so I might have to pause the uh, the whole downloading because you can't do nothing while that's going on. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, look forward to... There's only one nation. Episode 10 come out this week. We will have an episode of that this week. Um, So looking forward to that as well. Um, We'll be back in the studio next Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Until next time. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.